0: You're listening to Process with Broads and D-Ray.
1: What is going on, everyone? Welcome to Process. Today we have a special guest, our first special guest. D-Ray, why, why don't you take the wheel here and start driving?
2: My man, my man. Uh, we got my man D.O. in here. This is my captain, you know what I mean? He then he was a sophomore when I was a freshman and taught me a lot at NOVA. But, Bros, we're going to jump right into it. We got this charity game tomorrow. Benefit and fill abundance. We doing it through this East Forest, uh gaming thing. And they gonna put us in 2K and have us play the 16 team versus the 18 team. Both national champions, but bros, we gonna jump right into it bro. You said 18, why?
1: Hold on a second. <sighs> I mean, you said hold on a second, Let me, uh, <laughs> yeah, let me you put saved on my. That. Let me put you on saved hat. That in a, pre, in the hat. is
2: the 2000,
1: 2018 hat. It's a little dirty. It's the gym hat. You know what I mean? Do a couple oh, hand cleans. Crazy. Get sweat all over it, just like the 2018 <laughs> did on the court. Crazy. Listen, I respect both squads. I even did a little homework. 35 and five versus 36 and four. Here's the thing. You, you look at your roster back in 16, right? And you just yeah. have those young cats from that squad grow up and bloom into their own. And, and their dominance that season, it was pure dominance.
2: But we had the vets. We had the vets. So, so hold on. So, Daniel, I'm going to let you break it down. Daniel, why do you think, why do you know 16 is better than 18?
0: So, I'll just, I'll just make it real cut to the point because I'm like, a, I'm a pro at this answer now. So, <laughs> our team is better because we have the experience, and also, we went through the trials and tribulations. So, me and Archie, no, n- nobody else lost to Columbia by 20 at home. <laughs> and then you have to come and deal with Coach Wright the next day, you know what I'm saying? Nobody, none of them guys, or the, no, nobody dealt with, after we beat St. John's in the first game of the Big East, you know what I'm saying, a, in an overtime game, and then we did have a 14 days left. We had 14 days off, right? And, yeah. you know what I mean, going through practices where, you know what I mean, the it was multiple conversations I had with a couple of my teammates. We were like, yo, bro, I'm trying to slip on ice so we don't have to practice. <laughs> type of thing. I mean, nobody went through them trials and tribulations. None of them young boys. None of them was going back and forth with Coach Wright. Selection Sunday, right before the change uh, of the party. You know what I'm saying? Them boys, Booth and Kale came in where we top five in the country. Everything's all... The perfume is a hard to
1: swallow with this. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you're basing this off. Let me get this here. You're basing this off of all the adversity that you had to battle before See, getting that spot, while they just was, walked the, right into that spot.
0: We the adversity tested. and the experience, and the reason I'll say that those two things in this particular situation, with this particular or uh, with this particular family in Villanova basketball, and the particular coach we have in Jay Wright. Those two things mean so much as far as the culture and tradition in our history. So, the fact that Archie and myself went through that, then D Ray and D Ray and Josh and Chris, they came on the mix. And then, I mean, them after those for that first year for me and Archie, D Ray and Josh and and, uh, Chris, they just helped us continue to keep that strong and keep us growing. I mean, and then Boof and them came in. Jalen, I mean, think about a whole Jalen Brunson. I mean, we're not even talking, we're talking about him having a way less rating in 2016 than 2018. Granted that he, I mean, he allowed, he allowed Archie to, to maintain the starting point guard role, all respect to Jalen, but like, you know what I'm saying? Jalen came in the game, came in the joint. He was just, hey, here we go. It's fun. So well, the <laughs> responsibilities was on Archie.
1: I, I respect that grind that you had to put in. But if we are basing this off of how dominant both teams were in their respected year, I still might What's have to leave.
2: But they weren't. How so? But they, oh, they weren't, oh, oh, oh. We, this yeah, is what nobody ahead. likes to overlook. And Daniel knows this and I know this. And everybody in the locker room knows this. The thing we really pride ourselves on is that regular season. And they didn't even take business, they didn't even take care of business in the regular season. They you know they weren't that dominant. They got hot at the end, they figured it out very well at the end. They and, ran through that tournament. Is, that's
0: the thing about us. When we start clicking, it's it, I mean, when Nova starts clicking, we're not just gonna stop clicking. We just exactly. clicking and we win it. Exactly. You know what I mean
1: is thirty-six and four not taking the regular season seriously? I'm a little confused. No. I mean they
0: didn't 36 win and it. four and thirty-five and five. What's the difference? Well, there's one there's one <laughs> game. I mean, come I on, I man. I what's no. the difference? If you <laughs> couldn't tell what it. I was doing, and man, also, you know what I mean? If you don't the, know what I'm doing by just now, the, <laughs> just to echo my, my, uh, what I said before, they, uh, you know, what I mean, 2016, we, oh man, it's just, there's just some things that we went through in 2016. Like, we lost in that championship game to Seattle Hall, like that, that right there. Come on, bro. To be able was, to bounce back and win the championship with the way like in the final four, we beat Oklahoma by 40 points. Exactly. To be able exactly. to flip the switch like that, really right there. So, I mean, we should have a good tournament. We end up ending like the that Kansas game, we get we get beat. And then I mean have a great season. Good job, fellas. Good job, Dio, Archie. Great, great leadership not supposed to flip the switch and win the national championship. That's, that's unheard of. Well, I wonder exactly. if that has
1: something to do with this conversation as well. It's in 2018, the conversation's kind of, okay, Villanova is on the mat. Not that you weren't in 2016, but when you know that the organization won it two years before, the expectations are a little bit different, as you kind of just stated. So I wonder if that factors yeah. into how people think about both squads.
0: Definitely. Oh, yeah. Because when if you notice in the media, leading up to the games, when they were in, when the tournament started, we were all, I mean, as fans, we were all comfortable. We were all like, yeah, we're, we're, I mean, we're number one seed. We're expecting to get to the final four and win the national championship. And as we were going along, the, the whole Nova nation, you know what I mean? Ask anybody, they'll say, everybody knew we were going to win. Everybody. And the difference with 2016, despite us having all them games, we blew them, everybody out by 20, whatever. Nobody knew we were going to win until Chris hit the shot, really. You know what I'm saying? Unless only us on Facts. the team.
2: Facts. And here's the thing this is, a, this is a stat that nobody wants to bring up. Our margin of victory was better in the tournament than theirs.
0: <laughs> nobody like, talking about that. Nobody wants to bring
2: up that stat.
0: <laughs> no. And then <laughs> also, let's talk about that Oklahoma game because for us to have got a spank like that, like babies early in the year in, in the Bahamas and for the whole world, and then come back and then spank them by 40 in the final four, the biggest margin ever. Buddy Hill's lowest scoring game ever in his career.
1: Up to this day. Well, I know D-Ray wasn't on. defending him then. <laughs> sure, we, we all, we all were. <laughs> yeah, so don't, bro, don't let him go left. Don't, just, let him go left. don't let him go left. I didn't have to, so didn't have get to get do that that you step like man, that. Over. I didn't have to do you like that. <laughs> nah, bro, you good, you
2: good. But seriously, bro, like that. And at the end of the day, I always said this, they lost four games. All it is is one game. We ain't talking about no series. We ain't talking about, you know, throughout the year. We got to play them in one game. And I honestly think our lineup has their lineup clock. We know what they're going to do.
1: It's, it's obviously going to be a, a fantastic game. If you guys were ever actually capable of doing this, which clearly <laughs> doesn't make sense, but if you were – it would be one hell of a basketball game. From the right. eye test, though, I, I will say, and I'm not just poking the bear. I do mean this. From the eye test, there was something about that 18 team yeah. that just screamed a little bit more. Just a little bit more. You know more. what it was?
0: You know what it was? What was it? It was Jalen Brunson Mikael Bridges. Them, I mean, them guys yeah. was amazing.
1: And Dante, you know what Dante's national championship game I mean, was insane. And the, that That's was amazing.
2: amazing. <laughs> it was It was a guy. You can't. Come on, man. He ran the table. Yo, the keeper to be, he's the best college basketball player ever as far as accomplishments go. Like... Him and KD. Yeah. Two na- but look, two national titles, player of the year, like, he had everything. So it's kind of hard to yeah, argue Yeah, I, I stamped that.
0: I stamped that. I stamped that. man. That's incredible.
2: You got to shout out to JB, but we still got
1: him. <laughs> At the end of the day, you still got him. Facts. So one more facts. time with this Twitch stream. D-Ray, what exactly is going down?
2: So... We pretty much ranked each other as a team. We got on the Zoom call. Everybody picked each other's rankings. We put the rankings and the attributes in the 2K. And tomorrow we're going to let the game just play it out. So nobody's going to be on the controllers. We're just going to be on the call just watching.
1: You know what's going to be going back and forth? The guys are going to be chirping some cold ones, maybe. Yeah. The Twitter fingers. The Twitter the
0: fingers Twitter going to be going crazy. <laughs>
1: That's amazing. It's, it's going to be a fun watch. I can't wait to check out and uh, tune in. I want to see you My take a charge. If you don't take a charge, D-Ray, I'm going to be disappointed. <laughs> yeah, what do you mean? Oh, Dude, man. you don't know me. I take charges at LA Fitness, pick up ball, you name it. I'm taking charges. Oh, you're that I'm, guy? I'm in a block. I'm like, damn, I didn't get there in time. Oh, damn it. You know? I'm all for it. I have to. I, come on.
2: I was about to say, you're talking to Hunter Rodman right here. Like, bros don't mess around when it comes to the charges of defense. No. So,
1: no. I can stand Listen, that. that's what I have no, to do no to be successful in pickup basketball. So, I have to do my job.
0: <laughs> the dirty
1: work. Yeah, I love Patrick it. Patrick Beverly, if you will. Like, you, you might have 65 yes. points on me and you wouldn't know because i'm smacking the concrete you know (laughs) it's ridiculous all right well (laughs) let's let's get into a little bit of your background Dio. right let's talk a little bit about some hoops talk to me talk to me now i want to know what it felt like to play and me and d-ray talked about this a a few times but d-ray i want to get your opinion on this as well and then your your thoughts and your experience that national championship game i mean there's no way you walk on that court for warm-ups and think ah, it's just another game. You can tell me that, but it's full of shit. What was it like?
0: So the only reason I will say that you're right. And this is the only reason because you're wrong. But the only reason that you're right is because when we were walking to the court and also like Villanova basketball, like our focus and intensity, like imagine if somebody tells you that fun means fierce urgency now. You know what I'm saying? So that we have that as fun in our mind. And so we're walking to the court, laser focused, and I, in the corner of my eye, somehow, some way, I see Michael Jordan, and, I, and like for like five, seven seconds, I'm like, oh shit, that's Mike. <laughs> but then right back to it, like laser focused, like, all right, bet, let's get this chip though. <laughs>
1: That's, no, that's, that is crazy. I couldn't imagine. That's, I mean, I put that in perspective with me. It's like I go out and play a hockey game and I look over and there's Wayne Gretzky or Sidney Crosby. I'm like, all right, time to do the dirty work. You know what I mean? <laughs> I guess I'm going to have to have a good game. You know what I mean? Yeah, no you doubt know what I about mean? it. How about you, d I mean, that, I know you tried telling me before that it was just another game, but I'm just not believing any of you.
2: Not as we were so like programmed at that point to feel like that. We just <laughs> I think, Yo, laughing at the word. It. Exactly. They <laughs> ain't at the word program, but it's the truth. And I mean, the good part was we would battle test. Like he said, a couple weeks before that, we played the Mass Square Garden against Seton Hall in that final game. We had that game against Hawaii. People forget against that game, Virginia. And those were the losses. But like we had some big time wins that year, too. So. It was just we were so battle tested at that man. point. It was just like, listen, man, what? It, I think I think what calms us so much is like you have nothing. You obviously have something to lose, but it's like this is the last game, so just go out there and play. You know what I mean?
0: Program. right, yeah, and man, eventually like, you just and the, yeah. Go ahead. I said the word to the word program is perfect because like I'll say like we were all ready for that national championship game because we had practiced being in that moment our whole careers at Villanova. I'm saying I'm talking about to that last shot, that last minute, that last second. We had literally been ready for that. For I mean Coach Ryan getting us ready for that our whole careers. So we did that in practice every day. Nice. It that just was wasn't the a in national practice. championship game.
1: Damn, that that's crazy. I couldn't even imagine playing in a game that big. But I would assume after the first couple minutes it settles in, maybe, and it just starts to be normal basketball at some point.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, you get you get you get out there. I'm saying the first couple of shots go in, and then now you, now you hooping, and then by halftime, you really just—I mean, our laser focus—we're programmed on how—I mean, how to how to flip the switch and just get get to it. I mean, we don't even know that. I mean, we know it's a national championship, obviously, but the fact that it's a national championship, like we would have been doing the same thing against Columbia, in my freshman year. You know what I'm saying?
1: Right. Absolutely. All right. Well, you spend some time in the NBA. Uh, you played 19 games with the Washington Wizards. What was that yeah, experience yeah. like?
0: Man, my rookie season was a great year for me. You know what I'm saying? Just as far as me, Coach Wright, having us me ready to be a professional basketball player. And also, I wasn't drafted, but I mean, I call myself the 61st draft pick because right after the draft, I signed my deal with the Wiz. <laughs> but um, I was just ready for any role, any position I was going to be able to have to be in the NBA. And for me, that was, I mean, to play the 13 or 15 man on the roster. And you know what I'm saying? I was, I played that role amazingly. And I, I had like eight, nine vets that year. And I learned so much that to this day, I mean, that's really how I live my life based off of the stuff I learned that, that my rookie season.
1: That's phenomenal. I respect the hell out of that. Listen, role player, my nickname in high school was role player. I've been a role player my whole damn life. So. You know what I'm saying? Oh, dude, someone's got to do it. Everybody
0: got to play their role. Oh, Dennis Rodman. <laughs> oh,
1: stop it. Don't tease me. I love that shit. Hey. Are you kidding me?
0: Hey, man, you got to play your role. It don't matter because in my mind, I could be Dennis Rodman every day of the year. You know what I'm saying? But in my mind, too, I'm also Michael Jordan. So yeah. everybody How come play their role win the rings baby
1: damn right what what was the what was the nba experience like in terms of the long season and the travel compared to villanova basketball it's got to be different on on the body
0: i i was excited man going on the road every trip bro because for one and take this any way you want i wasn't like i knew the games that i was suing up and the games that i wasn't suing up and even the games that i was suing up I already knew that I wasn't playing. Like the coach, the first day, the first first practice of the year, our coach took three rookies and said, look, you guys just be ready to play at all times. I'm not gonna play you, don't plan on playing you, just be ready, you know what I'm saying? Cause that's the job in the league. You gotta be ready, you just gotta be ready. And so I'm going on every road trip knowing that, I mean, that right there. So, I mean, take and run with it right there. I'm having fun on the road, come back to DC. I'm having fun at home because that's where I'm from, and from DMV. So having family come on the road and see me, my friends coming to D.C., I'm having a blast. The experience, <laughs> amazing. And like I said, I'm a, I am was a, I was a great rook, you know what I'm saying? Literally had eight, nine vets, and you know what I'm saying? Why did I do that? So that they could love me. And how do how they show love in the league? They take you under their wing? Come here, man. Come, let me get you these three thirty thousand dollars suits. Come here. Take this. Nice little Rolex watch, you know what I'm saying? So That's
1: what I do to D-Rex, you know what I mean? <laughs> hey, you're being smart, you know what I'm saying?
0: I try to tell people, like, I was really, like, a manager, really, to, like, eight players damn near, you know what I'm saying? Just as soon as we land, like, get your bags for you. Late night, if you need something, I got you. If you need some food when we get there, got you. Jason Smith, every, every, every road trip before we get on the plane, certain Chipotle order type thing, drive Marquise Morris to the, to the, to the airport, me and him drive to the airport, everything you know what I'm saying. So I was a manager to the NBA guys, but I was also like emulating my system and my process and everything, my, my organization based off of what they did, because they were doing it better and bigger than me. So that I was trying to get there. It's easy for me.
1: That's phenomenal. Now I want to get both of your opinions on this. You guys both spent some time playing basketball overseas, how much different is that than here in the States?
0: I'll let D-Ray go first.
2: Very, very, very. Less uh, physical? Especially... No, More no. Physical. What? Physical. Way
0: oh, my physical. God. Hold on, timeout. Those why, Eastern Europeans. Why, why I
1: say that? because in hockey, when you go play in Sweden or Russia, the ice is bigger and it's all just stick handling and passing. Nobody wants to hit. No one goes oh, in the no. corners. So people oh. want to go play hockey in Europe because you don't got to hit damn
2: no 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 it's it's the exact opposite that's why we think opposite. european players are so dirty because over there i remember like i tell you if you look up any pictures of me in college i had a gap i had a gap right here i don't have it anymore i didn't get braces mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. i came down with an offensive rebound and got sworn get my tooth knocked out i got it in my hand the ref calls a foul i say thank you blood everything is falling out he says number forty-five <laughs> and points at me. No way! Hard the foul on me. So yeah, bro, like that's that's the the game in a in a nutshell. Like number one, if you're American, they already don't bump with you, and number two, it's way more physical because they look at us like y'all more athletic, so they going they're gonna make sure you feel it.
0: My my response to that question, I'll just use an example with the USA team that just lost in the uh, last FIBA tournament, and yeah. so. Granted, all the players on our team are phenomenal. Like no disrespect to anybody on that team, but we didn't have our LeBron James, Kevin Durant, Anthony Davis. We didn't have those guys. And so now, those other European teams—the Francis, Italy, Serbia, Spain—those guys, they had their their quote unquote LeBron James's, the Kevin Durant. They had all those guys. And so if you watch, if you was able to watch any of those games, you see our USA guys which we'll I mean, we, we call them, no disrespect, we'll call them the second tier of uh, mm. like the USA basketball guys, which is, I mean, no disrespect to them.
1: I think that's more of appreciating play. the greatness of the other guys more so than yeah. it is downplaying them. Yeah,
0: I, just, I mean, exactly. And so you see them, I mean, you see how they struggled, especially like a guy like Kemba Walker, who, I mean, he scores 30 points a game. So you can see how the European games and also, also the refs not giving us giving us fouls and stuff. And it took us like the first two, three games where we got where we got right with the ball. But like that right there, that tournament, I think the last last FIBA tournament really was an eye opener for European basketball because we, I mean, they all the games USA had against the big time European teams was a grind, a grind.
1: So do you think Luka Doncic is playing in the NBA right now, laughing at how easy it is with the hand touching and the flops because he's used to being fourteen, maybe getting some elbows in the yeah. chin?
0: I could only imagine how cocky Luca is in his mind because <laughs> he probably facts. going around like, man, I'm gonna run this league as soon as LeBron is done. <laughs> facts,
2: facts. I mean, like, yo, when he got drafted, I said, I was like, he gonna be the rookie of the year. People's like, he crazy, he gonna be another European kid that don't work out. Like, he been playing as grown men. Luca is Euro a cheat league, code. You want to talk about physical? Facts. He's a cheat People. code
1: yeah it's it's, it's pretty oh remarkable goodness. so to summarize i guess you guys don't enjoy european basketball you you didn't no no
0: no i can't i no, can't say no. that i can't say okay. that here here so here here's here's the thing i would differentiate though cuz i did europe and i did asia so but i only did i mean i haven't done it in a long time but as far as me i feel like my my two months in europe and my one year in, in asia and then all the information I got from all my vets like this, I mean, I feel like I've done a couple of years, decent amount of career in both. In both. And I know like, cause, cause I plan on, I have plans to opening the agency down the line. So I know that business and the intricacies of what was going on. that's what I was trying to like, that's what I was kind of like researching and finding out over there. The European stuff definitely gets that stigma of not people not liking it. You know what I'm saying? And it's for a plethora of reasons that Darryl hit on a bunch of them. Asia? Completely different, especially if you're four or five. I mean, if you're four or five in Asia, like me, the chef in Asia, I feel like LeBron James. <laughs> okay? <laughs> I'll be honest, bro. I feel like LeBron James. Like when I was in uh, Japan this year, I was the LeBron James of Mito Ibaraki, no cap. <laughs> that's how i felt bro that's how i felt that's how i moved i came with cap and you know the bear was, was just like this so everybody looked like him damn near so they're just they, they, i'm just taking it and running with it so asia for me love it love it love it you can get some you get some bad you get some bad remarks about everywhere overseas basketball though
1: that's phenomenal that really is phenomenal now i have a couple things i, I want to touch on Dio, do you have time or do you need to rock and roll? Cuz if you have time, to, Nah, we good, baby. Uh, okay. Hey, listen, I yeah. just want to verify we're good. I got I got some NBA news to talk about cuz we we we're, we're, we're hearing right, some reports about what they're going to do with the the whole uh where was it at? Disneyland in Florida. But before we do that, there's a couple things I need to to throw out there cuz one of them it got me fired up a bit. And it had to do with Jimmy Butler, all right? Because he was on an Instagram you? live with Sue Bird the other night. I believe it was last night. And the question yeah, yeah. was brought up about that practice I I that. in Minnesota, right? Oh, I didn't see that. And this frog. Yeah. Now, listen, I love Jimmy Butler. I, I mean, I, I love him. He's a dog. I he would, said a frog. No, no, listen, I, listen, listen. I, listen I, say it. I do. I love Jimmy Butler to death. I would take him on the Sixers right now, no doubt. But his attitude sometimes pisses me off. And I hate how everybody thinks that he's automatically right. Everything Jimmy Butler does, <laughs> it's the greatest thing in the world.
0: That's facts, that's facts. Everything, that's
1: everything facts. he said to J.J. Reddick on the podcast, oh, it's automatically true because it's Jimmy Butler. My ass. I, I
0: didn't so, hear So,
1: listen, this is what he was saying yesterday on this Instagram Live. He scored one fucking bucket. Just one. One fucking bucket in that Hard Minnesota talent, right? Timberwolves practice. Are you hey man, I kidding mean, me?
0: Hey, hey, hey! I mean, I'm saying I heard I heard some insider info about that practice too, and I heard I mean the same deal. I heard Wait. the same thing.
2: Now, what do he we think about that? One, that? He only I'm, scored one that, uh, bucket.
0: Uh, that, no, that that ch- uh, that, that Towns they that, that. So here's what I heard. I heard that Jimmy challenged, this was saying like talking this shit. He was like, "Yo, Towns, y'all not gonna score on me." You know I mean, he was just challenging him and. They said, even in the post, Towns, I mean, wasn't able to really dominate him, which was surprising.
2: So you're saying that the defense makes him thorough for that? Because we were saying that the fact that he only scored one point in that, it made it seem like he went off for like 50. Like the scrimmage was the 25, and he raced out to the first 23 and let one of the other guys hit the other two points. One bucket that entire time, that story looked a little different. I think
0: for the one bucket part, I think that was – towns personally against him i don't know i don't know i don't know i don't know i think that was towns, which i believe too because which i believe too just because of the mentality and then jimmy butler is, a, is a mother, you know what i mean oh no doubt it, about it.
1: listen we, me and d-ray no. have talked about it before we we love his attitude we want that on the sixers no doubt but it's that narrative that everything he does is so great and he's perceived to be this this yeah. te- technically that mamba mentality to a minor degree not the same as kobe but with right. that attitude and i always respond with What does he ever want? And now he scores one bucket in his practice? I don't know. I don't know. What do you think, D-Ray? Am I crazy?
2: Nah, nah. Like I said, when I heard that one bucket thing, I was just like, it just it makes it look a little different. there. if he went in there, he shut everybody down on defense and did it to prove a point. Hell yeah. But that him scoring one bucket for that infamous practice, that it changes the narrative a bit on how that really
1: went. I couldn't agree more. I was almost shocked and stunned and to be, to be honest with you, the one thing that Sue Bird opened up with, it was Sue Bird and her girlfriend, and she said mm-hmm. she opened up the call with something similar to, hey, Jimmy, I, I bet you don't normally open up your iPad to see these type of lesbians or something like that, as if when he turns on his <laughs> iPad, he's watching Pornhub or XNXX with a different style of lesbians. I'm like, damn, all right, I guess we're going with that. Oh, no. said, you, know, oh, yeah. said, you
2: know Megan Rapino and Sue Bird ain't never had no problem going right into it.
1: <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> oh, right man. at the issue. I know. So funny. But anyway, all right, let's get into these Woj reports because we want basketball back. We love basketball. Uh, You know, we all want to watch That's... it. We want to see it happen. It's poetry. That's how I describe it. So two <laughs> things that we're hearing. One, it's possible that they have a quarantined rest of the season in Florida in Disney World. What do you guys think about that originally?
2: That's you, Daniel. You got it.
0: Uh, Honestly, I think sports should be calmed right now. You know what I mean, I think we should just give it a break. Nobody nobody press anything and just wait till it's just safer. Because as soon as sports is get, gets back activated, if they say they want to do a quarantine league soon enough, the fans are going to come back. And that might be at the start of next season. You know what I mean? So we're just, we're just going to set ourselves up for another another outbreak, I feel like. And you give the NBA the NBA do to get the green light, the NFL college football starts to I mean, we're about to just have another outbreak, I feel like. I think in my opinion, I think sports should just be calmed till like December. Let's check it out again or January. But I mean, you'll see. I think the NBA is obviously the best league in the world. So they have the protocols. Like right now they're doing one on one workouts and like it's only one coach, one player. I mean, the the sanitizing they're doing before and after is all, I mean, NBA-level type stuff. So, you know, the NBA will take care of it. But everybody else is going to think, oh, yeah, we could do it as good as the NBA and it's going to be okay. That's not the
2: case. What do you think, D-Ray? No, I think he's absolutely right. We said it time and time again on this show. Just wait. Just pack it up. Let things chill. I ain't gonna lie. I don't know about December. I don't know if I could wait till yeah, December's December. a little long, but I yeah, agree I with about the I agree with I everything have... else though. And when you look at
1: Adam Silver,
0: December is long. Yeah, yeah December right. is long. But, but what if we start the season in December? What if they start the season in December and then we run through the summer? You re- like they talked. You read.
1: You read my mind. That was one of the points I want to get to. But I want to hit on Adam Silver real quick. There's a lot of commissioners around sports that get totally destroyed and deservingly so. When it comes to the NBA, I feel like they do everything right. You know, for the most part, 99% of the time, man. Adam Silver makes all the. No, you're going to disagree. Nah, you're
0: man, going, you're, you're, going. Completely right. you're completely uh, D-ray's right. D Ray's giving me
1: the air. I, <sighs> I'm comparing to. In it my opinion, to, uh, for, yeah, you're completely right. I agree. I'm comparing it to Roger Goodell and and the commissioner in the NHL who's a bum. Uh, you know, it, it's just, it's not even close. Adam Silver actually gets. Human life outside of sports. Those people don't. All they care about is the money. When when you look at how this all started, the NHL probably still would have continued. Football would have never done anything because they didn't, they didn't really have to because it's the off season. Baseball wouldn't have done anything. Everyone followed the NBA's footsteps, and it seems like it's always that way.
0: Yeah, definitely. I mean, the best league in the world is the best organization in the world, and I mean, I can't stress it enough. Being a bench player in the NBA, I'll go to a guy. Nobody, I mean, if you know this guy, bravo too, Nazir Muhammad. He played 18 years in the league. You know I mean, he was he. I mean, he was always ready if he had to play, but he was a bench warmer. That is the, that is one of the most envious positions that anybody in the world. I mean, the, as far as anybody in the world, I'm so envious of him in particular because I know in the situation he was in, he was he was exploiting the hell out of that opportunity, and now he's, a, I mean, he's a superstar. As he comes and talks at all the rookie transition stuff, he is a, I mean, he's a superstar, but, I mean, do y'all know Nazir Mohammed? Yeah,
1: yeah. I know the name, well, you, but not enough yeah, to. I'm about, I'm about to say. Yeah, I know the name, yeah. but not enough to really ever have a conversation about it. Yeah. That's crazy. You know that's I mean? a, that's a hell of a journey, a respected journey. I always had this dream of mine. When I go to Sixers games and whatnot, and basketball in general, to come out, to those fans in a starting lineup, do the handshake, meet with the spotlight on, do the jump, rip the sweatsuit off, and the buttons just unsnap or whatever. Yeah, oh, was fun. Come on. Come That's on. Hype. Are you kidding me? I just watch highlights of that sometimes before bed. <laughs> I swear it's to God. Snap you know, Snapshorts. We don't get that at Nova? We don't do that?
2: The snapshorts.
1: You know I mean? Rip those bastards off. You know? The spotlight's still on you? Come on.
2: I love that. Oh, man. Oh, man.
1: All right. So let's touch on what you were going with with the December thing. I think this is something that they should actually consider, and not even just because of coronavirus. I think in terms of sports scheduling, it makes a lot of sense. It would be December to August, and you would have the NBA finals in July and August when there's nothing else on but just baseball. Nothing. And everyone always talks about the beginning of the season. Ah, it doesn't really matter until Christmas because football's still going on. That eliminates that, and you get better basketball late in the summer.
0: I, I mean, I, I mean, that's valid. It's valid, but it just, it just, it shakes the industry up because now, I mean, the there's, the there's, 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 yeah, it just shakes the industry up. Basketball in the summer definitely
2: shakes the industry. <laughs> I just, I feel like the, I feel like the biggest issue with it is, is imagine if LeBron and them are going to the finals, or they're in the middle of the playoffs, and the Olympics start. And now like y'all just talked about that, and and no disrespect, obviously like to think that Donna Mitchell's a second tier player is crazy, but it's the truth, that's how competitive it is. If you got those second tier players representing the Olympics, like that's, you got a whole different feel now. I think that's the only issue, but I'm for it. It was crazy, the GM of the Hawks actually proposed that, of starting in December and ending in August. I I think it'd be dope, especially like basketball in the summer.
0: But then what happened to the TBT?
2: Yeah, big three.
0: Big three. Yeah, that's what I was thinking about. Because I mean, we got I got to find a way how to get the bag in the summer real quick. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's great. I'm thinking, are we, are, is the NBA really going to be worried about what the big threes doing? The the Olympics thing is very reasonable, and I would yeah, think that's, that that's... some players would even really argue that. That would be a yeah. tough thing to get around, but. It seems like the talks are actually happening, and and they're saying this has no relation to the coronavirus thing. It's all about potentially doing that, and I just – I think about – Yeah, I saw that too. Yeah, and I just think about how how much more – don't get me wrong. The NBA Finals is going to have great ratings no matter what time of the year it is. But put that in a spot where there's nothing else going on at all – it just seems like the ratings would spike even more. Not that more. you know hockey's on the same time as basketball, but it's not even close. But yeah. still, it, I I think it would be perfect. And I think I'm a baseball guy. I watch 162 games like an idiot. And I really do that. <laughs> but to add the NBA Finals in August. And then you yeah. have the anti- – the football season would come like this too. That's the beauty thing. You always have that dry timer. Come on, Eagles. That is you got the OTAs and you got the training camps. Let's go. I'm done looking at these right, You
0: pre- make it sense. You make it sense.
1: Boom. Before you know it. You know Ben Simmons and Joel and Embiid's going down Broad Street, and there's me and D. Ray on the float for this, for this podcast. We're on the float, on the float. No, Lebr- because of this. Is LeBron on the team? Well, I would love that. Are you kidding me? Preaching to the choir of the LeBron oh. fandom over here. Are you are you a LeBron guy?
0: I mean, you see, I mean, whenever I'm in Asia, I say I'm LeBron out there.
1: <laughs> yeah, but listen, I mean, D. Ray appreciates LeBron, so he says, but he's not a mm-hmm. LeBron guy. Uh, How where where do you stand? I need. I mean, he went.
0: D. Ray went to Lower Marion, so the bias is deep there. So, I'm as far as it goes (laughs) with LeBron. If somebody has something wrong to say about LeBron, like bad, like I'm just like, bro, let's let's not have any conversations about basketball.
1: (laughs) Now, would you compare LeBron to Drake in terms of corniness and antics?
0: Uh, you could on some level, but at that level, because even some, because even people, I mean, people I know tell me I'm corny and I have antics. I mean, so what, what you want to do at their no. level? They 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 not caring about that.
2: Yeah, no, nah, facts. That's that's part of it. I, he brought that up, Dio, because that's what I said. I said he's like yeah. the Drake. He he runs this era. There is no doubt that he runs this era. But it's well, just it's little John things corny. he does here and there. It's just like
0: I know what you're talking about. I know what you're talking. I'll be yeah. noticing him too. Yeah, I'll be noticing him too. But LeBron James, I mean, everybody gotta get that man respect. See,
1: that's what I can't—I <laughs> can't stand it. It's uh, listen, the MJ LeBron thing—it'll always go to MJ because he was yeah. the first, because he was the global star. Because if you grew up in that era, you will not allow anyone to take the throne. Here's the one thing that bothers me though: Killer Instinct, and I'm not Killer Instinct is a Kobe thing as well. That's what they had. But because LeBron isn't always 100% going to shoot it with 2 seconds left, that means he's not one of the greatest players. Like that's how people really see it because he facilitates yeah. and that's the number one part of his game over scoring. It get it gets looked down upon when I totally disagree with that.
2: Yeah, to me them yeah. people don't know basketball. The the idea if you're blaming his lack of killer instinct on the idea that he won't shoot the last shot instead of Giving it to the wide open teammate. You even hear about it, I think in the last episode of um of the, the Bulls doc when they said Jordan had drove and Phil Jackson said he kicked it to what's name? kicked that's it right. to, uh, yeah, he kicked it to the ball, he hit them shots. Yeah, they was the like that's guard, what right? you want the... to do. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. My... I'm blanking yeah, on his Paxson. Yes, John Paxson. sorry, yeah, John wow, Paxon both. He said out he to lunch. Yeah, thank you, Daniel. Thank you. <laughs> but he said he <laughs> said he kicked it to him, and that's where his game really evolved. I can't blame LeBron for that. That's just being a great smart basketball player.
1: Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I
2: And also to what you said about his killer mentality, I would argue
0: that LeBron is just I mean his killer mentality is just a little different. He uh-huh. that he kills you with his intelligence. He's not yeah. going to kill you like Kobe and Mike are. Yeah. And that's a, I mean that's a little bit scarier for me.
1: That's beautiful. I might think about that statement all night long. I'm not gonna lie. To you. I mean, I'm I'm gonna steal that. I'm just flat out saying I'm gonna hey, steal it. Just
0: copyright me. Yeah. Just copyright <laughs> me. <laughs> I'm
1: about, I'm just, you have to credit my sources. Damn it. <laughs> no, that That is a really good no way plagiarism. to put it. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good way to put it, though. He does kill you with like the intelligence. That. He's a very smart player. Mm-hmm. I can't stand the hate, though. And is it because of the heat thing with the decision? I don't like that stuff either. But let's not act like at 35, he may, he's the same way as he was in his 20s when right. he made that TV show.
0: I mean, even he explains his time in Miami. He said that was really like his, his time in college. And so... I mean, whatever whatever if people say he made the wrong choice doing the doing the decision the way he did, so be it. I mean, people try to tell me when I was when we when I was committing, oh, don't do it when you. Well, you pick the hats, do it on ESPN, just do it in the paper, don't just text somebody, just tell the coach. I'm like, bro, he's LeBron James. He could do whatever he wants. Yeah. Let that Her- man do
2: whatever he wants. Everybody got in the <laughs> And he's not Everybody doing the wrong opinion. things. He's doing yeah. the greatest things in the world. I think at the end of the day, like the thing that we have to remember, and obviously I'm I'm helping y'all defend him a little bit here, but like (laughs) he lives in a much more televised time. You know what I mean? He lives in a, I'm pretty sure if it was this many cameras on Michael Jordan and if it was this much media presence who, you know, that was willing to show anything. Cause in Michael Jordan's time, it was like, if something bad happened, you know, kind of sweep it under the rug. You know what I mean? Now it's like, we got something on LeBron. Exactly. Exactly. So I I I give him that. I think I think he's the new era GOAT. And I said it to Bro. I said if he gets the four rings, I I might have to admit it. I might have to admit it. I don't know. The only the only this is the last dance
0: documentaries is hitting me a little bit too hard. You know what I'm saying? I got to I got to watch (laughs) up to episode eight after the first weekend. You
2: know oh, so you got the link too. I I, I didn't leave. I didn't like it. I was. I'm not watching it. I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna I, wait.
0: Man, I, I thought I could, but I was like, man, what <laughs> yeah, right. are you
2: guys talking about over here? The, there's a link going around. <laughs> we got the leak. I'm sorry. There's a leak. The first eight episodes are out, and and the, somebody sent me the site, and I was like, no. <laughs> you <laughs> I, know I, what I did. At the time, I was like, nah,
1: but I
0: downloaded them. I was like, I'm going to download them. <laughs> and then after that, I was like, nah, let me just watch this. Let me fucking yeah, watch cool. them, cool. like, the day. I'm
1: cool with waiting on Sundays. There's nothing wrong with exactly. that. I even DVR it, and sometimes I watch it Monday morning with my coffee. How about that? Hey, I still
0: <laughs> watch it just as excited on Sundays, baby. <laughs> like, <laughs> no doubt about it.
1: All right, well, listen. I appreciate you, Dio, for hopping on.
0: Oh, you already know this was fun, man. It's this this was the one of the best. It's not the, this was the best podcast episode I ever did. So this one was fun. Well, how about that? Let me know in the next time, baby. Yeah. Dude, look,
1: mm. Mondays and Thursdays, 6 a.m. these things release. We <laughs> I mean, pump these things out all the time. Yeah? You know? Hey, y'all are doing some dirty damage with them two a week. That's some work right there. Just wait till hoops comes back. It might even be more. Fat, Who man. knows? Facts. So one do last time. Yeah. Why don't you guys uh pump out that Villanova Twitch? Uh, details.
2: You got it down. You got the last plug.
0: Oh man. So I know I'm not going to do as good as Daryl, but tomorrow night y'all tune in to that, to that stream with the 16 versus 18 championship team. Uh, it's cool that we get to, we have a donation link for Phil abundance. Uh, it's going to be up, streamed all over and posted on our social media. So y'all tune in, donate to the 2016 team, make sure we win in that that category for sure. Since we can control that, The game is up for grabs, but anyway, no matter what happens, 2016 is better. We always win. End of story.
1: (laughs) Thank you. All right, 2018 it is. Well, with that being said, (laughs) thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of Processed, and we will see you next time.